we're just people that love listening to music. And so if it's good, we put it up. Yeah, I think a lot of our artists here in Wisconsin don't get the recognition that they deserve. I'm glad people like you are trying to help our local musicians get their art out there for people to hear and judge for themselves what they like and what they don't like. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things that kind of separates us from you know any of the other publications locally uh, is that we really do try to listen to just about everyone. Like, obviously, I come from that background of making music, you know, in the basement or in that back computer room or something like that. And, you know, there's thousands of kids making that music all over the state right now. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Here to introduce you to the great musicians and music businesses and organizations of Wisconsin. Every week, Wisconsin Music Podcast will be bringing you great information on what's happening in the Wisconsin music world. For our music-loving listeners, we'll bring you music that you haven't even heard of yet from unique and talented artists and hear about their journey so far. You'll either hear live performances of their songs or songs from their selected discography. For our musicians out there wondering what they can do to further their recognition, we'll be calling upon Wisconsin music businesses and organizations to enlighten you on what they're doing to help further your music journey. And now, here's your host, Zach Fell. Thanks, Dean. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Glad you guys can make it. Don't forget to check out the song we have at the end of the podcast from a band from the 1970s called Orphix Alley. They were a jazz fusion band. Um, so make sure you check that out after our interview. We have a great guest today. We have Alan Hollis of Breaking and Entering, and he's also a journalist for the Milwaukee Shepherd Express. He's going to talk about his beginnings with Breaking and Entering and getting involved with the Shepherd Express and producing music in the hip-hop style. And we talk about how music of Milwaukee and Wisconsin in general is thriving and things that you can do to come across more professional. So here is our interview with Alan Hollis. <laughs> hey, Alan. Hope everything's going well. How are you doing? Things are going well. Um, been very busy. Been a pretty hectic day, but pretty much what I'm used to. Yeah, I think a lot of us are busier than we thought with the COVID pandemic going on, busy in different ways than we thought we would be six, 12 months ago. So I'm reading your bio and it says that you were a producer in high school. Tell us about that. So I used to produce hip hop music, um, which is the uh, probably the easiest type of music to produce as far as like home recording and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I used to make beats. I actually, I got my start uh, because I had a cousin who was a, who was trying to rap and basically he played me a bunch of beats that he made and i i thought i could do better than that honestly and so i downloaded a, a program called fl studio which at the time was fruity loops and right yeah i remember that yeah and then uh just started making my own beats from there um eventually he stopped rapping and i just kind of had all this music that i was sitting on so i started reaching out to local artists and you know, one thing led to another and started getting on different tracks with different people. For people listening to the podcast, they might not know what you mean by beats. How, how would you describe what a beat is? So for um, for in the case of hip hop, it would make an instrumental track, basically. So, um, any kind of samples, any kind of drums, uh, loops, things like that, all slapped together 
Um, very easy to make uh, if you've got a computer that has some production software. Um, so that's what I was doing. There's a thousand different ways to do it too, but that's right. what I was doing. And then I would send that instrumental off to rappers and they would go and make a, uh, make a track with it. Excellent. So you obviously got to the point where you were really good at it and people really enjoyed your production on these beats. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I, I didn't have like the most successful run as a producer, but I definitely um, had enough tracks that, you know, we can make a little compilation out of it and people used it for different projects. Um, I did produce an, an album for a guy named Madtown's Twin in Madison uh, and made uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel for uh, for a production with a, a rapper named Prophetic. Okay. So did a lot of stuff with a group called The Cranberry Show. So yeah, I, I, a few people definitely checked out what I was doing. When you were growing up, did you ever play an instrument or was making beats kind of like your first introduction to music? So I was very self-taught. Um, begged my parents for a drum set when I was like seven or eight years old. Uh, never actually took lessons though. My, my lessons were watching like rock videos and then I would just kind of mimic what the drummer was doing. Yeah. And then later on, had a guitar, or well, I've always had guitars around, but actually taught myself how to play probably around high schoolish too. Um, just a lot of like YouTube teaching myself how to. So yeah, um, it's all been kind of just myself and the internet making it happen. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of great stuff on YouTube. So after high school, in your bio, you're saying it, you went into um, working on breaking and entering. So where did that idea come from? So Breaking and Entering has had a few different forms over the years. Um, it actually came out of myself and a friend in high school uh, at Thomas More High School here in Milwaukee. We were both going to Marquette University and we said that we were going to do a student radio show. And it was kind of like a joke back and forth. And then eventually it was like, well, what if we did a podcast? And so we said we were going to do it out of our friend's dorm. And um, she said, you know, basically, if you're going to do it out of our, our dorm, you're going to have to call it Breaking and Entering. Cause that's the only way that we're letting you in. <laughs> that's where the name came. And I was like, sure, fine. And it stuck. Um, but really, I mean, it did become a student radio show at one point. And then after that, um, the person that I was doing the show with, he's a psychology major, super intensive stuff, um, very busy time schedule. So we kind of split out and did our own thing. And I still had like, the website and all the social media for it um and this was the blog era of of like hip-hop so um i kind of just made it a showcase site for local music excellent and now pre-covid how did you see your business growing uh so we did a lot of business actually out of live shows um that was i mean we had the we have the daily music website which is what we still are where we have you know showcases of new music that comes out and basically embed all the, the new projects coming out of Milwaukee artists. Um, but on top of that, we were doing shows to kind of expand the business and they were kind of these big promotional events for us. Uh, we had a beat battle that we also do, um, which again, it's just instrumental tracks. It's kind of like the movie Eight Mile, but with beats. Okay. We were doing that. We had plans for our third year of that and everything. Um, so that was kind of the biggest thing pre-COVID. Now, actually kind of, post i mean since everything has happened uh one of the best investments i think i made was i took 200 bucks that we were supposed to use to send to one of our writers to go to south by southwest this year and uh once that all kind of fell through 
took that money and invested into microphones. So now we're doing a digital radio show that's online every week. Um, it's on 30 stations all over the world. Wow. Also on an FM station out of Madison as well. And then uh, Spotify actually just created a new sort of segment of uh, podcasts where Spotify and Anchor allow you to use music and you can basically make a, a podcast with music in it. So our radio show is on Spotify now. Too. Excellent. Expand a little bit on this new project that you're talking about. Yeah, so we do a, uh, a two-hour independent underground hip-hop show that we broadcast out of Milwaukee every week. Um, we basically we record it in advance, and then it's myself and Patrick Carroll, one of our other contributors who does like concert reviews and stuff for us. He's a buddy of mine for a long time. Uh, the two of us talking about hip-hop, and then we play local hip-hop music in between, um, and that's broadcast out. You know, like I said, we send it out every Thursday and then it goes out to all these different stations that play us whenever they want on their schedule. Um, and now Spotify, too. So now you can hear Milwaukee music and you can hear us kind of talking and blabbing about nothing in, uh, in between. Right. How do uh, local hip hop artists get their music to you? So the biggest way is to we have an email address, uh, info at breaking They can send their music there. Um as a writer, because that is what I am uh, full-time too. Um, I write for the Shepherd Express in Milwaukee. Emails are the biggest thing. I, I hate getting DMs. I get flooded with DMs all the time. Okay. But yeah, email is for sure the uh, the number one way to go. And is there a criteria that you're looking for when you're listening to these albums that come to you? Um, to be honest, no. There isn't really any sort of specific thing that I'm like, this has to be it. Uh, we cover a lot of you know, very diverse uh, genres of music too. Um, the website itself, I mean, we, we specialize in hip hop because that's a lot of the music that's made here in Milwaukee right. isn't being covered here as much. Yeah. But we really kind of, uh, you know, just look for anything new, different, interesting. Um, but our website covers everything from, you know, rock music to hip hop. Uh, one of our writers, Ben Slowey, does a lot of, stuff with like experimental and more electronic kind of stuff too. So we're just people that love listening to music. And so if it's good, we put it up. Yeah. I think a lot of our artists here in Wisconsin don't get the recognition that they deserve. I'm glad people like you are trying to help our local musicians get their art out there for people to hear and judge for themselves what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things that kind of separates us from, you know, any of the other publications locally uh, is that we really do try to listen to just about everyone. Like, obviously, I come from that background of making music, you know, in the basement or in that back computer room or something like that. Yeah. Or a and, you know, there's thousands of kids making that music all over the state right now that are just making it from home. Right. You know, that buy microphones and think that they can rap and they fi figure out how to, you know, rig up their closet to be soundproof and stuff like that. So that shouldn't be discouraged at all. No. So I think that that's, you know, what we're doing is trying to shine a light on those kids as well as, you know, the artists that might be getting, you know, major placements and things like that too. Absolutely. We want people to become more creative and not less creative. As yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I think, you know, it, it's a stab. I'm sure kids are just getting into it too. You know, kids that have had no time before because they've been busy with whatever. Right. Whatever you know what I mean? And now they're kind of like, well, I always did want to learn how to, you know, make beats or I wanted to learn how to play the piano or, you know, 
basic chord structures on a guitar, things like that. Yeah, you're right, exactly. Now was the chance for them to kind of learn the way that I did. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. I mean, it's just you know, kind of like what you were talking about earlier about when you were learning how to play drums, you just watched YouTube videos and listened to albums, and you're being creative that way instead of you know not watching a screen, but you're still actually learning how to do something. Yeah. Uh, even before that, I mean, when I was super super little, it was uh, Peter Chris from Kiss. Okay. I was watching, there was one specific music video where I can see that it's like, I could see like an overhead of him drumming. Mm-hmm. So like, so that's how you keep like a basic beat, like to cross your arms over it. And like my left hand is supposed to play the snare. My right is supposed to play the hi-hat, like literally just visually watching it. Yeah. And kind of getting an idea of what it was supposed to sound like and, and working from there. What do you see post COVID for breaking and entering? Uh, post COVID, it's going to be very interesting because we, we have, we're doing so much now, um, as far as output, like content that we had not been doing, you know, previously. Um, and we've been experimenting a lot. I mean, the radio show was one big experiment kind of, um, that we said, let's see how long we can do this for. And we're 30 episodes deep on that. Um, but then we're also doing stuff like, uh, we're streaming more on Twitch, normally a video gaming platform where it was, and now there's, you know, since the pandemic hit, there's actually more non video game content on Twitch than there is, uh, video game. And for those, for those that don't know what Twitch is, what is it actually? So it was intended for, I think people to, to live stream them playing video games and chat about it on the side and things like that. Um, when esports was really new, uh, I mean, it was in real infancy. That was where Twitch was, where you would, I guess, watch that sort of thing. I really had only heard of it, hadn't really like played around too much with it. Um, and then we were part of a music festival online that we sponsored called the Forward Music Festival, where they had broadcasts from home, uh, different artists, different Milwaukee artists. And they were really broadcasting their stuff on Twitch. The whole festival was all in one spot. And so we kind of said, let's take that and let's use, you know, the platform and we can show music videos on there. We can, you know, kind of banter back and forth and do our own like little blocks of videos and then talk about it in between. Um, We have concert footage. We taped all of our old shows that we used to put on. So we have all that old, you know, archive footage. So it's a place to kind of, you know, watch it with, with an audience and cultivate a community that way. Okay, cool. What else are you thinking for the future with breaking and entering? So we do have some stuff um, in the works. We definitely want to bring our beat battle back. Um, We are looking at doing a much larger version of that. And uh, I can't give away too much just uh, about that yet. But, you know, once it's safe to have crowds and have events again, we're definitely going to be looking at that for hopefully next May and June, which is when we would normally have our, our beat battle. Um, and then we're, you know, bringing concerts back in a way, hopefully that we can do this to uh, to kind of not only be a promotional tool for us, but then, you know, find a way to, to kind of benefit um, some of the venues that have been affected by it. Um, I'm, I'm friends with Kelsey Kaufman at Cactus Club and have personally covered her story of their show, you know, their concert venue being kind of shut down and X-Ray Arcade and Cudahy and all these other places that are independent venues. So we're, we're going to work on bringing shows back and I think we're going to try to do it with a little bit more of a community aspect to it too. Wonderful. And how would people get involved once obviously COVID's gone, get involved with Beat Battle? 
Uh, so the beat battle, we usually take submissions beginning in March. Um, so it's a tournament called Big Beat MKE. It's eight weeks long. And it, uh, it, we used to do it at the Jackalope Lounge in Third Ward. I'm not sure if we're doing it there next year or not yet. They have new owners, so we're okay. going to find out. Um, but basically, it's, they would submit music online in March. And then we have a panel of, uh, of judges that are either like local rappers, uh, music writers. We've got some radio personalities involved. Uh, just a, a group of people that want to, you know, that really like instrumental music. And it could be hip hop. It could be like electronica, um, EDM, things like that. Like it can be kind of all over the place. We cut that list down to, of all the people that submit, down to 16 people. And then they go head to head. Uh, we, we schedule out like a bracket and um, over the course of eight weeks until we have a winner. And generally we have a winner with a trophy and a prize package featuring some stuff from the sponsors for every that year. Sounds like another excellent opportunity for musicians in that genre. Yeah. I think tentatively we have set for March 1st for submissions to open for next year, assuming that we're on somewhat of a normal schedule. Obviously with COVID, we're not sure when that's going to happen, but hopefully, yeah, next year that's going to definitely fly again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm amazed how much this last couple of months has been kind of um, just speeding right along. Right. We're, we're already kind of thinking about next year for events and concerts and things like that, which is kind of crazy to think about. Right. Exactly. You also mentions in your bio that you work for the Shepherd Express. So t- tell me how that came about. Uh, that actually came about largely through breaking and entering. Uh, I actually just started at the Shepherd July 1st. Um, so I'm, I'm fairly new to it, but uh, I had a, just kind of applied. Um, and in my interview, I didn't have anything about breaking and entering on my like resume or anything like that. And in my interview, I just said, by the way, I also do this music website. Unfortunately, some people on the web team there actually knew who I was through that. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of this weird new uh, new endeavor that I'm in, where I get to to write about music full time, and it's it's pretty awesome. I like it a lot. So, why don't you tell us about like the last couple interviews that you did? Uh, I actually did two today. Um, so I did one with uh, Nick Schubert, who's the synth player from a band called Gold. Um, you might know them from the Milwaukee area. Uh, he's got a new goth side project called Blood that's coming out around Halloween. Um, so I, I did an interview with him. And then um, I also did an interview with a folk singer who uh, was raised in Nina, Wisconsin. And he's got a song called the Nina, I believe it's called, I'm going to butcher the name, but I thought it was like the Nina Blues or something like that. Um, but he's got that single that's coming out as well too. Oh, cool. And it also says you consider yourself an entrepreneur. What I know about entrepreneurs is that they're the ones that have these great ideas, but the people that actually run those great ideas are the business owners. So are you an entrepreneur or are you a business owner? Uh, I would say there's a stigma around the word entrepreneur, but I think I'm a little bit of both. Um, I am the business owner in the sense that I, I I do the day-to-day stuff for breaking and entering. Um, but I, I've kind of been expanding out. Uh, I have a new venture in the works, and we haven't really launched it because it's going to be kind of live music related. And we're thinking about launching that. Honestly, it's going to be fully up and running and not until 2022, because we're going to let the live music space kind of clear out within the next year. Um, it, it'll be 
what I can say is that it's going to be an expansion on what we've done already with breaking and entering, um, but to a, a much larger Excellent. level. Excellent. So where do you want to see breaking and entering in the next five years? Uh, so actually getting, getting hired with the shepherd has kind of been a, a, a milestone moment um, because originally I was thinking, oh, we're going to be this big media behemoth and uh, we're going to be a print or not print, but um, we're going to be a, a daily website. And that was going to be our main sort of output was that we were going to be digital content and be articles and, you know, covering national musicians and things like that. Uh, doing something similar with the Shepherd Express now um, has led me into this whole kind of new phase where we get to experiment more, like I said, with, you know, audio and uh, Twitch and things like that. Right. I think what, what I'd really like to see in the next five years of, of breaking and entering is to keep those things going, but scale those up. Um, I actually messaged Ben Sloy, one of our writers, uh, who also does the Mr. Nice Guy podcast. Okay. So we use that content for, for our website too. Um, and I said, hey, what if we took the video from your podcast and we streamed it on Twitch every Monday and we do Mr. Nice Guy Monday and he was all about cool. it. Wheels turning and I'm like, you know, what if we just made it a fully functioning like channel, you know, almost like an MTV kind of thing, but just, you, you know, Milwaukee music content all day. And I think that that's probably the future of, of some streaming media. We'll see. The landscape can change, you know, <laughs> in, a, right. in one update of something. But yeah, I think that's where I'd like to see is just more content around those things that aren't necessarily the website, but you can just find this all over the internet kind of thing. You know? Talking about local music, obviously, two-sided question. What do you feel is what would be suffocating the music scene and what do you think is helping push the music scene more forward that is a good one um so what i think suffocating the music scene honestly is especially in milwaukee um is that there's kind of this mentality that's always existed that if you are going to be big you're in milwaukee if you're going to be big anywhere you have to kind of leave milwaukee and i think a lot of people have left for atlanta or they because that's just a hotbed for um for all types of music or they've gone to Nashville or they've gone to LA places like that to go try and make it. So there's always been this like little brother syndrome that Milwaukee gets. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the thing that might be suffocating it the most is kind of the inferiority complex that Milwaukee gets as a whole. Um, and another thing that really is uh, just as a personal thing that I've experienced uh, that kind of suffocates the music scene is there's a lot of unprofessional people here that are the people that think that, you know, they can just do it by themselves and then they blow up. Like those are the people that, how I said before, you know, I hate getting DMS. I like getting emails instead. Yeah. Those are the people that are blowing up my, my inbox all the time and they're sending me links or they send me like, Hey bro, come check out my single. And it's just the link and they don't send me any information about it. So if I'm writing about it, how am I supposed to cover it? Um, things like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of unprofessional people, but I think it that's outweighed, you know, tenfold by the people that are actually professional and, and doing, you know, um, doing it the right way, so to speak. Um, and then you said the other part of the question was, what, what do I think is going to make it grow? Yeah. Um, so if COVID wasn't happening, I mean, I would think that the live music scene here in Milwaukee is actually in really good shape. 
Um, we have a lot of venues that are are doing some really interesting things. Like I said before, Cactus Club has uh, been more, they've pushed out to like a wider variety of music um, and become a community space. X-Ray Arcade is an all, all ages venue in Milwaukee. Uh, Jim Lineman and Lineman's in River West has been, you know, just literally focused on music first and being a bar secondhand. So I think that there's a lot of stuff. I mean, Captain Pap's Pilot House, where we've done shows at Pap's Brewery, has become a full functioning music venue um, prior to COVID. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of really good things on the horizon in the live music space provided that those those stages can stay you know up and functional and there's more of a push into downtown milwaukee um just as a whole uh, i mean there's been a lot of revitalization around the fiser forum and you know the bucks arena and the, the core of downtown but i think nightlife and live music is going to be a big aspect of that and we're really going to see that within the next decade or so i think <laughs> we're going to a lot more live music options downtown and will be a center of the city to, to kind of work on. Absolutely. I, I full heartedly agree. I think it's it's a bubble that's about to pop in a good way. It's going to start spreading and I think live music's just going to come back full force. I think because a lot of people want to get back to that as well, being in this uh, pandemic. Yeah, I cannot tell you how soon I, uh, I want to go see a show for oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Definitely. Talking about professionalism, what tips would you give people listening to be more professional? So... I can speak from the, the writer side of things. And uh, I, I tell people this all the time. Google is your best friend, for sure. Um, if there's something that you don't know how to do as an artist, uh, the, the business aspect of it, you can Google it, and you're probably going to get a lot of different answers, but you wanna, you're going to find the thing that fits for you. Uh, but the number one thing for me is learn how to write a press release. If you can do that, or if you can, you know, by some reason, either pay someone to do it or, or somebody that's interested in writing, if you can, you know, pitch your information to them and they can make an actual proper press release, learn how to write a press release. Because if you want any kind of substantial coverage, um, you can't just send them like a, a SoundCloud link <laughs> and, say, and say, write this up. It's got to be somebody that, you know, has some kind of, you know, we got to have material as a journalist. I got to have material to put something out right. there and be factual and not have to chase you down to go find, you know, this, that, or the other thing about you. So I would say learn how to do press. Um, another thing is, is know how to respect people's time. Um, that is something that is pretty big is it, big for me, at least personally, when I have artists that, you know, will bombard me with, you know, hey, here's 10 links of everything that I did in the last six months. Great, but I can't really, you know, I mean, like, if it's not anything that I can use, right. you know, and then they'll hit you up if, after a week later if you haven't, if you haven't posted everything that they've done in, in those last six months. <laughs> um, it's a never-ending cycle, and there's always going to be people like that, but the less of that that people can do, the better. That's great advice. What do you see, I mean, I know we talked about breaking entry in the next five years, what do you want to see yourself personally in five years? Uh, that is a good question. And that's something I've really actually thought about during the pandemic. Um, I, I definitely want to still be, you know, running, breaking, entering the, uh, you know, still be the business owner and still have my, my thing going. Um, personally, I'm also going to hopefully branch out a little bit. Like I said, with uh, some stuff with the, 
the entrepreneurial side of things. Mm -hmm. This live music concept that I, I wish I could tell you guys more about, but I, I can't just yet. Don't want to spoil it. Um, and I, I have been looking at some of the other, you know, interests that I have. Um, growing up, I was always a skateboarder. Uh, a friend of mine and who I actually used to produce for, um, go, go figure. We used to run a skateboard company. I think we want to, like a skateboard events company. I think we want to do some stuff with that possibly going forward. Um, definitely looking more into the, the new media side of things and seeing what we can do there. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of opportunity, I think, that didn't exist before. So I, I think that's what I want to see myself is, you know, having multiple things, multiple irons in the fire. And yeah. Being able, you know. As we're getting close to the end of this, is there some local artists that you'd like to tell people about that you think deserve some recognition that's been working really hard? Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, this is the part where I could go on for days, for sure. Um, Take your time. I've been asked to do this a lot, but... Uh, I really think in the the immediate uh, moment, um, Von Alexander is a rapper that has a style all to his own, um, and he's got a really really great album that's about to come out. Um, definitely somebody to look up to. Uh, Genesis Renji has been putting out a ton of music. He put out for a while a song every Monday uh, for quarantine. For about, so he did that for about I want to say like twelve weeks straight or something crazy wow. like that. Mo City in Milwaukee has put out a ton of music. Uh, he put out probably one of the best underrated albums of the year that probably will get skipped by a lot of the awards people this year. Um, it's called Benchwarmers. So uh, that's on the, the hip-hop side of things. Those artists, uh, Schleyberry, Twan Mack, um, King Miles, all, all Wisconsin artists, all Milwaukee artists that are, are really crushing it. Uh, Nile and Fat Nerds and everything that they do as well. Um, on the rock side of things, there's a lot of bands that also uh, really just kind of catch my appeal with what they're doing. Uh, one is a band called Fuzzy Surf. Um, they make amazing videos. I I'm not lying. You should look them up on YouTube immediately. Don't even listen to them on Spotify. Like, look them up on YouTube uh, because they put a lot of components into their visual aspect of things. Um, so Fuzzy Surf is really cool. Really like what they're doing. Uh, Paper Holland and Flat Teeth. Um, you know, those two bands are really, really great. Um, God, and I'm blanking a little bit, but uh, there's so <laughs> there's so many acts. Like I said, I could literally go for Dave and be like, there's so much great music here in Milwaukee. I think people really need to check out. And it's great that you can listen to, you know, a ton of artists that you've heard on the radio for forever. But if you can discover somebody new, you might find somebody, you know, really brilliant. Right. Oh, classic, classic, I have to say. He's amazing what he's doing. God, I could, I could go all day. <laughs> That's so great to get to hear about all these new new artists out there in our local area. And there's so much talent. It's not just the you know top 100 billboard artists that have been sitting there for six months. There's so much out there in our local communities. We just need to help them get recognized. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think our website does a good job of doing it um social media helps there's a lot of you know people you know and i think it comes down to the mentality too of the listener to say hey i want to expand my horizons and listen to something new today and not listen to you know whatever spotify tells you is good and puts on your playlist like 
if you consciously go out and seek new music, I think you're going to find some great stuff locally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Alan, I really appreciate your time being on here on the Wisconsin Music Podcast. It was a pleasure meeting you for the first time. It sounds like you have a lot of great stuff going on with Breaking and Entering and all the things that are branching off of that. And congratulations on the job at the Shepherd Express. Big, big claps for you on that. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for, uh, you know, taking an interest in Wisconsin music as well. Definitely appreciate it. All right. Well, there you have it, everybody. I hope you guys got a lot of great information from Alan and Breaking the Entering. So hit him up if you are interested in participating in any of the events that he is in charge of. I'd like to thank Nate Wyckoff for our music for the podcast and Dean Bundy as our introductioner. Also, thanks to our sponsor, ZTF Studio. Anyone in need of professional mixing for a song, an EP, or their full album, contact Zach at ztfstudio.com. Please don't forget to hit us up on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And since we didn't have a band on this week, I'm going to leave you guys with a band from the 70s out of Wisconsin called Orphix Alley. This was recorded in a garage with mostly Shure SM58s and 57s. Starts off with a great drum solo for about 45 seconds and then gets into some jazz fusion. I hope you enjoy it and have a great week.